Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So on April 28, 1988, a Boeing 737-297 serving the flight suffered extensive damage after an explosive decompression in flight causing by part of the fuselage breaking down due to poor maintenance and metal fatigue. Oh, God. Not mental fatigue. Metal, metal fatigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look after your mental health, guys. Yeah. Probably, made in, <laughs> probably made in fucking Corby. It oh, yeah, probably, it probably was. <laughs> it was Alex's dad. <laughs> your dad. He was so tired because he just had a new baby. Yeah, born in the street. <laughs> yeah, he was born in the This is your fault. The town hall. This is your fault. And then you had to go straight to fault. work. <laughs> Six week old at home and he's just doing the final bolt. You yeah. are. Yeah, Lunch. yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> the year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to the Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every episode we travel back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the strangest things from that year. I'm Bobby Mayer, and this is my current co-host, Red Richardson. Hello. We we, have a guest. We do have a guest. Um, We've wanted to get her on forever. She's been really busy, so we didn't ask. Yes, Um, thank you. (laughs) But the, the intention has been there for years. Thank you, guys. Uh, since your since your birth, actually, yes. that's the mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, which is which is mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've mm-hmm. been. It's you're like a Jedi. Yeah, and exactly. We, you've had the power to do this podcast since you were born. There's think, something inside of you. Yeah, the butterfly effect of me being born and this podcast being formed. Yes, There's something in that. That is yes. Yeah. Alexandra Haddo. Hello. Comedian. Oh, wait, Alexandra, hello? I'm sorry, Alexandra, hello? Alex- Alexandra Haddo. Haddo. Says hello. Oh, oh I see. Okay. I thought you were saying, no, my name is Alexandra. No, not correct. Hello. You. No, common where, mistake. Where are you, you from? Should, you should change your name to Alexandra, hello. That's a that's more, that's more a nicer stage name. Hmm? Alexandra, hello. Yeah. I've, no, it's a Scottish go, name. Goodbye when you get on stage. End of, end of, gig. End of gig. It's a performance <laughs> piece. You know, modern art. No, I mean, a hacker could just go... See you later. Yeah, I know that's, that's all, why yeah. I'd shout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um. yeah, and have. <laughs> uh, what would I? Whereabouts are you from? You're from up north. I'm from I'm from Corby, but it's Corby's in the Midlands of England. But we it's... did a gig there, Corby Cube. Is that yeah. right? That yeah. is. We the, went there, didn't that's we? Yeah, one, it was one of my best gigs of all time. Really? Actually. Well, I got called a dwarf by everyone's a woman. Scottish. It's called Little Scotland. No, oh. we did Corby mm. Cube. Yeah, and we were walking. We're walking into the venue, and the same night as our sold-out stand-up show that yeah. we, me and Red were doing, sure. there was a a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves of course. children's play happening. And I assume the smaller room. We were in the big room. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
as we were walking up a flight of stairs, a woman around the same age as us walked by. Wait, she was older. She was too old to be in this movie. She walked by me and Red and just looked at Red and went, there's one of the dwarves, and then kept yeah. walking. One of the dwarves has arrived. Uh, no. And I thought, <laughs> Bobby was behind me, so I thought, hey, maybe he's not hurting. I'm just going to keep going. And I just heard him running behind me, going... <laughs> And then I got on stage and I tried to tell the story and it bombed as well. Just <laughs> I didn't even get a laugh out of it on live. But yeah, that happened in Cool B Cube. That's yeah, yeah, I did that gig recently. That could have been your mum. Probably was my mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What get what like, yeah, it's uh She's about your guys' age. That must so. have been yeah. a bleak place to grow up, Corby. It was it was I yeah, I talk about it a lot in my in my stand up because it was a, it's it's much better now, believe it or not. But when I was growing up there, when I went to uni, I had like no idea really about <laughs> about any other way. To, you don't, you don't do. You just grow up in your hometown, like whatever. You, yeah. you just think like it's normal that everyone's Scottish and you're sort of brought up to be Scottish, even though you're in England. It's, mm-hmm. it's a weird place. And then, so is everyone? Everyone's just why is there so many Scottish people? Basically, it, Corby was like quite a small village, and then they built the steelworks there and did ah. a massive recruitment drive in Glasgow. Okay. And, and everybody and Scotland and everybody moved down really fast and mm, that's why they just mm. like put up like kind of the cheapest housing possible because the, this town was basically exploding mm-hmm. um, and what year is this or this when? is this is kind of from like all throughout like, the 60s recently. so post-war yeah. really yeah 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 post-war yeah wow. yeah so um yeah so i i used to work in like asda and greg's and sainsbury uh, not sainsbury something too posh for us mm-hmm. morrison's and stuff like that and when i went to uni i was like complaining about how mu- like how soulless working on a checkout is like genuinely the worst job I've ever done. Really? So, but it's like, it's like torture. You're just like, it's like beep, doop, beep, doop, doop, beep, doop. beep, beep, beep. There's ah! no small talk. Mm-hmm. There's no getting to know anyone. Well, no, exactly. Because they're only there for like 30 seconds. But and if see, there is, it's the same three questions. You know? At my Morrison's, I see them try and talk to each other when they're two cashiers. That's a brief respite, yeah, well, sure. I, I, I call the manager. I say, excuse me, I'm yeah. not quite happy about this. I don't like them socialising. <laughs> yeah, just, just uh, listen, I, I was noticing some joy yeah, in the yeah, eyes yeah. of my cashier. That is how it feels, honestly. And there was one time there was a guy, I remember his nickname was Buttons, don't know why. Nice, yeah. Um, and basically sometimes you used to come down and do, you know, a 10-hour shift was like the work on a checkout. Oh, that's the horrendous. worst possible thing you can think of. It used to be like 12 till 10, 12 to late or 12 till six um and it was it was so boring that you'd like you'd want less money to just do the less yeah, hours yeah, yeah, cool. and this guy uh buttons i remember they hadn't written his shift down on the sort of manually sort of written sheet at, by the checkouts where they send you to whatever one you're on and they went oh your shift isn't down here and he knew he was on a 12 till 10 and he was like oh my god i could get my evening back and they went what shift are you on and he panicked and he went 12 till 2 <laughs> they were uh. like a 2 hour shift no it's not let's go and double check they were like you're on 12 till 10 and I just saw the life drain oh, out of his eyes God. I was like mate say 12 till 4 come yeah. on be smart like <laughs> I did it when we helped pack for our football trip we helped did you ever have people oh, do that oh yes we had people come in and do so that I yeah. so I saw how you lived for two yeah. hours <laughs> no we we, we yeah. had to help and they could give you a little tip in the bucket yeah and and it genuinely like what you know if there was no one on your checkout for a while mm. you would I would go and nick a magazine off the you know the little newsagent bit yeah and sit and read that and then they'd used to come over and be like no you can't sit but can why I, not, oh, not do- I know so I just have to sit I know I'm a, like mim- a drone yeah me just, my- a, just a like a capitalist drone yeah me and my brother worked in a pub and they had an outside bit so it was like it was really nice it was on the river and they had an outside bit and the yeah, the boss dream. would um. 
we, we had a radio and we were listening to the football. There was no one there. We had a radio and he just was a guy called Quentin. He just walked past and switched off and just went, not allowed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so just, bleak. It's so it's pointless. Just, why do you have to be so miserable? Power. Like, yeah, it is, it's isn't it? Like, power. don't be chatting. Or like, God forbid you're working in a bar. Like, I love working in pubs. I work in, like, worked in my mate's pub in lockdown and stuff in, in Highgate. Mm. That was a dream compared to like the checkout, right? For those so why do you work in a pub in lockdown? Just sort of. Because all my work, so, oh, as in like, I you know when it's half lockdown when it was. Oh, like, so you were the, the plastic cups and out the window. Yeah, kind exactly. Of yeah. Was then, it? Was this is you? I remember you posted on Instagram about your dad worked there yeah. randomly. This is this is mad. So my dad like lived in Corby his whole life, and he in the steelworks strikes in 1980. Yeah. He his mate from home owned a pub which was the Prince of Wales in Highgate, and so for a summer or like whenever the strikes like whilst the strikes were on, he like slept on the floor upstairs and worked in the pub because. You know, there was no work in Corby. Yeah. And my mate from home now owns that pub and that saved my ass in the lockdown. That's so mental. Like, it, it's so weird. Like, the landlords don't know each other. They're not related. Like, God. it's so weird. That's the only time my dad's ever worked anywhere that wasn't my hometown. It's a weird coincidence. Bit of history there. Bit of history. But so your dad worked in, in Steelworks. In with the team of yeah, the pod. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he was it. He was in the offices, so. Okay. But yeah, there was just a massive Steelworks and then he was like in, you know. I don't know, shipping accounts. What do you think of Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't know if I should say. <laughs> no, you can. Huge fan. Yeah, uh, huge no, fan. Uh, no, he, yeah, he's very much sort of, let's keep checking, she's still dead. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely hates her. As does my entire hometown. I'm sure. Yeah. We once made a joke about on here when I said, I, with someone, someone I probably me said, I don't think she was that bad, but it was just me messing around. Yeah. I got a DM from someone listening going, how fucking dare you? And it's like, we've said worse stuff yeah, than that, like, you know, but, but she, she's really she brings up such polarized. hatred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've ever met anyone who's like, I really liked her, you know? You get those people where they're like, oh, she, you know, she was she was all about making your own money and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, enjoy paying for your £140 train ticket to Surrey. Like, yeah, you know I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did you go to uni then? Somewhere better than Corby or... Yeah, Leeds. Leeds. Yeah, which was a gr the perfect city, I think. My cousin went to Leeds. Yeah, it's great. Because it's not a city where you feel like... I think coming to uni in London must be quite daunting. Yeah. Yeah, overwhelming. Yeah. Do you get... Like, like, I always, with Leeds, there's a thing with Bristol has it too, where it's... A lot of posh kids who couldn't get into Oxford and Cambridge, they go to Bristol and Leeds. Yeah, I had a big culture shock when I went to really? Leeds. Really? Like, there was people Alex that like... Mate, I mean, a fucking good time. You yeah? must have been the smallest little lady too, it because was... you are tiny now. <laughs> I thought you were tall. I'm tall, but I'm very skinny. You're skin. just I was tiny, so skinny. though. Yeah. You must have been the tiniest person. And I was just sort of there with like my a little indie kid with a big fringe. Nothing's changed, basically. But mm. like, uh, and I was sat there with like all my in you know my little indie gear, trying to go to these these nights and stuff like that. And I I, I properly must have seemed like such a prick because honestly, there was these people. I had no idea about the class system. I know that sounds so stupid, but I'd like you know I was desperate to sort of do everything. And there was these people that they'd be like, oh yeah, we've been traveling all summer. And I was like. How did you afford that? Yeah, Because yeah. I'd been like working in Asda and working in. The, in you, you just didn't understand that other people I just probably had didn't. Money. Just didn't mm -mm. know. And, and they were like, you know, and there's always an excuse. So, like, my mate, I remember she was like, oh, well, I worked in Woolworths. That was my like Saturday job. And I was like, I must be so shit at saving. Like, I have worked so many shifts and got a little pot of money together for like the start of uni as well as my student loan and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and I was like, and she's managed to go to fucking Australia. Like, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. must have seemed like such a twat because I wasn't trying to say like, oh, you I mean, like fair play. Obviously, your parents gave you money and you went and enjoyed yourself. Like, go for it. But I just, I was just like, 
fuck, I'm so... And, but no one ever said, oh, my parents gave me the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just live not understanding. You yeah. just thought you were What a, am I doing wrong? Yeah, I was literally like, I'm quite good with money, weirdly. Mm. It's against the rest of my brand, but like, I can, yeah. I'm quite good at like saving if I need to. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, God, I'm such a, I'm such a, such a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> I like, I the, I like that they let you sit and think that, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They yeah. were like, yeah, yeah, be better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it dawned on me when my friend... They might also have not understood that everyone's parents didn't give them money. So you were both exactly. living in a world... We were both... They thought we were having an understanding of like, don't yeah. mention the parental pot. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's not like my parents were like, you know, on the breadline or anything. It was just that they couldn't afford to be like, go to Australia for three months, you yeah. know? Like When I was, yeah, when I was, I got out of college, I had a student loan and then I just wanted to pay it off. Yeah. Because I hated the idea of this debt hanging over me. So I just did medical studies for a year and a half. Really? Did you mm. go to uni in this country or no, in Canada? In Canada. Is your is your student debt like ours? Like ridiculous. I used to have like yeah. all of mine. I think it's, every time you check on it, you're like, why isn't it moved? Yeah. <laughs> well, I always tick. They say, do you owe a student loan? Yes or no? And I tick the no button. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's how that works. No, I did do a job life when hack. they they yeah. I don't, I don't think I was thinking saying on a podcast after isn't a life hack either. <laughs> By the way, that guy, someone wrote in saying he works for the tax office. You, I do pay my taxes, so leave it alone. Thank you. <laughs> Red is actually... Bobby made a joke about me not paying my... And that is the conclusive final line. Red. We just had someone writing going, listening to the podcast, and uh, I work for the tax office, Red. And I was like, well, I pay them, so... Yeah, Red has an accountant. I got him an accountant. You do. Um, I'm fucking sure grass. Like, pay. it's one thing working for the tax man. It's another thing being proud of him. Yeah. No, he's a good guy, so we don't we don't slag him off on oh, this yes. podcast. Well done on your job, man. He can, uh, he can have free tickets on my show, and we'll just uh, have a good time. Yeah, no, Stephen's good. He's a good Patreon. He, yeah. he often points out my mistakes as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. not just oh, me. Okay. He's, uh, uh, that, well, it seems like his personality type. There's a reason he works for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we tax. need those people. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course we do. <laughs> check and balance. Thank you for everything you do, Stephen. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's why he likes this podcast as well. Because well, it's, it's yeah, you can yeah, point pedantic. Out yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. It's, it's good for those people. <laughs> there was that guy who wrote a review, review. goes, these episodes get worse every week and I can't stop. <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> he sounded so angry. <laughs> it's like it's almost like you forgot we're listening. <laughs> this this podcast is Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. But anyway, Bobby. Anyway, what? what what year are we going to today? We are going to a great year. A year. So I thought, what do I know about Alexander Haddo? Well. I know she's a comedian. You know where yes. she lives? A good comedian. You know where I live? <laughs> I don't know where you live. Ish. Yeah, yeah. in London. You did, you I were... knew you're from Corby, live in London. Yeah, you, I knew that you were very reliable on a Monday night at my old night at Vauxhall if I needed someone, Bobby Mayer. I'd always come. Comes and smashes it. Good. So road. I thought, well, I think you're 35. Yes, I am. Wouldn't know it. Look at you, I'd think. Thank you so much. 16. Six. <laughs> she looks 14. She looks 14. If someone says you look too young, it's offensive, isn't it? Yeah. I, like, yeah, it's 14, I'd be like, well, I'll take it, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but you do, you do, I, I would, I feel like from far away when you're dating men, people think they're pedophiles. That would, that's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> like, I, it's, I, I mean, like, mo, I would, I would argue most of the men you date should be in some kind of registry. Oh, well, 100%, just based yeah. on the fact that 
Yeah. The guy I'm dating now is six foot five, so it probably looks even worse. Yeah. It does look that. Yeah. That's not ideal. No. It looks like just daddy's holding his little. That's gr- why we don't from, hold hands in yeah, public. <laughs> from, from, yeah, if you were far away, it just looks like a dad leading his daughter for, <laughs> home yeah. for sex. That's... <laughs> or just. Or just walking his daughter home. Yeah. Have to be those, well, those are the days. No, but he's like, he's like rubbing her ass while they walk down the street or something. Oh Got to get you home. <laughs> Come on, you. Yeah. yeah. Six well, five. Yeah. I'm okay. very skinny well, I, as well. Yeah. So I'm like five seven, which is quite tall. Yeah, girl. that is. But yeah, it's nice to finally be in heels and not have to sort of. Yeah, have you gone out with a man who's like, don't wear heels tonight because he'd make me feel like an idiot? Yeah, a bit. That's red. That's me. (laughs) How tall is your wife? No, she's like four foot two. Oh, great. Fine. She's 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 14. No, but she's a child. That's why red's dating. She's she's growing. (laughs) Every year it's a bit tense. I have to dump her when she hits five foot. Yeah. Um, I'm not even into young, it's just the height thing. (laughs) We've recommended, we've said to go with little people, but he, you know, he finds the Proportions weird, so he goes with children. <laughs> Has to be a child. So eighty-seven yeah. was the year you were born. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Okay, we're going back to that's 88. the year we're going to. Is eighty-eight? Okay. Yeah. The year before me. So oh, you were I born older in than you. Corby Town woman. Hall. In I was born in Corby Town Hall. <laughs> in 1988. As, as all Corby babies are. I really can imagine that being true, though. <laughs> all of the workers gather around, covered in A soot. A new one yeah, yeah, is here. Uh, you shall replace me <laughs> in accounts in the steel mill. You will be my understudy. That's what happens. You are signed it at birth. And if they're doing dangerous work, you have to get away because if they die, you have to place them. You can't be... You can't both be doing the same dangerous yes, thing at the exactly. same time. That's a bit like nonsense this week. You know, one dies as another is about to be launched. Yes. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. With Rolf Harris and, then yes, and someone else. The someone guy else? from um, that show on In the Morning with Holly Willoughby. Uh, Philip Schofield. No? Oh, Jody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you can say it. Beep it or whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be beeping his name now. Well, maybe the tax man listening will go and tell, <laughs> tell Schofield when we're slandering him on the podcast. Oh, sorry. I, I he's was a complete... friend of the Tories. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, he's a friend of the show. Yeah, no, he is. Well, Schofield well, is, and he's not, not a friend of the show. I'll say that. He's not, not a friend. On. He bought these microphones. That's, yeah. all, that's as far as we'll go. And we don't want him being true. I met the... him when I was 16 and he was so kind. He, be, he built me a podcast studio. He was so kind. He got me a job as an intern. Yeah. I couldn't nice man. believe it. Yeah. Too good to be true in many ways. Too but good that's to weird be behind true. the scenes that they were best mates allegedly. Oh, so not. grim, isn't it? But then what she obviously went, I've got to save my, I've got to cut him loose. Oh, yeah. I and think, save myself. Yeah. Is what's happened. Yeah. She knew she didn't give a fuck, but then the 100%. voices start getting louder and louder and louder. Then they go, oh my God, this is so bad. Yeah. It reminds me of when R. Kelly was on Jules Holland in 2014. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yes. With Adele. 2014. That late, where they definitely knew yeah, he was a Robin. It was filmed pissing on a 14 year old in 2003. She said it wasn't her. <laughs> she said, that's not me. He said, that's not me. How can they prove it? Later, she said, yes, I was paid a lot of money to say it wasn't me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you did that midget in the closet song. Do you remember that? And we all we laughed at it. And it was yeah, called... we all thought harmless fun. Yeah. But that was like a year after the sex tape. Is that with what the they child. called it? Midget in the closet, yeah. I, oh, okay. That was the chorus. There's a midget in my closet. Okay. He is now in jail for a long time. Oh, yeah, 35 years. He's never getting out, yeah. Still singing, though. Got some pipes on him still. There's, that's not gone. Is he still releasing some tracks from. Well, no, he's doing songs for inmates' kids. 
So sure. they were going like, can you get R. Kelly to sing? And is it, I mean, he's got a great voice. Well, he's it's got a, a cheap way of getting R. Kelly on your, your song now. Every time someone says that, I just can't help thinking of a northern person talking about their sister called Kelly. Oh, uh, like, really? R. Kelly. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, that's, I didn't even think that, yeah. <laughs> That's what comes into my head every time, just sort of. But he could, he could relaunch. I could pretend that it's my voice, and then I write to R. Kelly in prison, say you still got the voice. We'll write some okay songs together, and then you are the. I'll sing. You get half of it, and and then just just do that for like two albums. I can't see that backfiring on your career. I don't see it at at all. all. Well, he doesn't have a singing career, so no. If it's only up, he's only going up. He goes from being. Not known to being very known and hated. What's what's worse? <laughs> but then if R. Kelly dies and I'm like, I've got to do the other album. I've been paid and I spent uh, my yeah. advance. What can I do? There's your movie. Uh, you find yeah, it. There's, uh... He's really changed styles. He sounds a lot like Gary Glitter now. <laughs> <laughs> I just reinvent myself every year. Yeah, he has like, a different uh, cancelled <laughs> sex criminal. Different predators. Like, I'm moving into comedy and it's just Bill Cosby style <laughs> <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> I think he's going to be big. <laughs> Told by me. Everyone's like, this guy's so talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, good scheme. Wrongs. Yeah. And then and then you overdose and you and all of the people who, and they all carry your casket. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it's all revealed. Revealed, yeah. But they're too old probably by that point. But Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> well, maybe they just put your head in the coffin mm. so they can handle it. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Cut off I think your when head. everyone yeah. finds out the truth, I won't be having a funeral. I think my p- family will release a statement saying he was laid to rest at some point in the last two <laughs> um, weeks pri- in a private ceremony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Surrounded by family, no friends at all. <laughs> Surrounded by people just who family. had to be there. Mm. Yeah, we're going to eighty-eight. I thought that. So you were born in this year. Two yes. years. I was already two. Red was not born yet. A twinkle in his father's eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I so. yeah, I w- I'm born the, on the eighth of March, nineteen eighty-eight. And if I was born on the eighth of August, my birthday would be eighth, eighth of the eighth, eighty-eight. No, that'd be good. If any of those people are listening, get in touch. Yeah, what? Because they can just share what it was f- like fight to fight them. Yeah, <laughs> what it was like to have that birthday. You're exactly five months younger than me. Were you born in a hospital? I was born in Kettering General Hospital because obviously Corby doesn't have one. Ah, is that where James Acast is from? Yes. Kettering. Yeah, yeah, that's how I know that place. Yeah, he used to work with my friend in a pub in Kettering. Oh, really? And she said he was very funny, even then. Even That's what people Mad. say, even then, very even funny. Even then. Even then. Yeah, Did I didn't know him uh, growing up. I think he's like a year older than me. So, so I'm assuming in Corby, no hospital, right? No hospital, they no. Just, they just... You're born on the street or not at all. You just give birth. Mm. You yeah. just yeah. give birth in Corby. If you Corby. can make it to the hospital, wherever fine. you wherever you stand is where the baby is born. Exactly. Yeah. So they built places for the Scots, and then they went, but they don't deserve. A but they don't deserve. Basically, like the population is increasing, you know, hundreds of percent yeah. per year. No. No, 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 <laughs> not having not having a hospital. Well, yeah. why would the Tories build a hospital for someone who's never going to vote for them? Exactly. You know? That's true. Actually. Why? Why give them a hospital? If anything, encourage their deaths. Yes. Yeah. I think that's very much been the, the Tories' attitude to my hometown. Yeah, it does sound like so it. I'm gonna, and, and do you know what they've also done? Changed the boundaries of the constituency to include the little villages around Corby. Ah, so now it's obscene. It's mental to think that Corby is Tory now. Is it really? But Corby itself isn't. But the the constituency of Corby Oh, they were, we know our way around this. There's yeah. a few suburbs with some angry uh, older people 100%. who want to keep hold of their money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Saw a few convertible Saabs driving around. Yeah, thought, definitely. Let's exactly. Add that. these guys in. Yeah, which is it's mad to think that mm. my hometown is Tory because it's not at all. All right, are you ready to go back? I'm ready. Oh my god. Here it comes. <laughs> Facts are about to be thrown upon you. <laughs> I'm excited. In 1988, the cargo ship Keon Sea deposits 4,000 tons of toxic waste in Haiti after wandering around the Atlantic for 16 months. This has actually got a link to Corby. No. Like, the toxic waste thing. Yeah. There's a huge, there was a huge ongoing uh, court case, and it's on the news every few years, I think it's kind of done now, about the steelworks causing toxic waste. Fuck. Um, in Corby, and pe- and like kids were born with like birth defects. And no stuff. way. And so it is that like total disregard for like the working classes that they they kind of let this go on like and they knew about it. And there's a whole thing with it. And every few years, I get a text from everybody I know being like, "Are you gonna claim for your face?" Or you know, whatever. Yeah, like, every yeah, time, every yeah, time it's on the yeah. news, like you know, Corby. So you toxic are a waste. toxic child. I'm a toxic. I am. That's why I'm toxic. Why you're small. That's why. That's why I'm very small. Yes, you're yes. unable to. You're unable to anymore. take in nutrition. And yes, your hair's exactly like it. white. Yeah. That's, that's definitely not. And you got a bit of pink in it. Is that from? That's from the waste. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, 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 exactly, that's how crazy. it happens. Yeah, just a lovely... I thought you dyed that. I, didn't I know, know this is natural. This is just <laughs> so, just nobody in Corby has a natural hair color. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. have hair, like at unicorns' all. hair. Yes, <laughs> that is very much what we. That's what we're like. And my mates, it's such a weird place to grow up. That mm. like, you know, my boyfriend now, he's got got a link to it because he used to play gigs there when he was younger. Mm. And he was he's like, a musician. You're... He's a musician. Yeah. Looking at you, it's shocking that your boyfriend's a musician. I couldn't have imagined that you date musicians yeah for what every time i know is it so all mad. is he a bass player he's uh no he's a guitarist and a lead singer okay yes yeah. of course the biggest of red flags yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um yeah i do have a musician uh <laughs> i was like do you know what i was like if someone said that to me i was like how dare yeah everyone yeah you also, everyone. You also run yeah. a night called indie amnesty yeah. so you are gonna meet <laughs> yeah i run it with him he's the other dude oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, nice. start, I started it so nice nice pretty nice cool. Uh, yeah, and then, it, is that how you met DJing? No, we met in the pub in the pub in lockdown. He was because he the landlord was our mutual friend. Uh, we were friends for like, for like a few years. We've not been going out that long. Um, but uh, yeah, he was in a similar situation where you know, like we all were, where all our work disappeared overnight, which was wasn't stressful at all. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. And then um, he was a I'd well, I was going to do this indie night. It was supposed to be it sold out, and it was supposed to be April twenty twenty was the first one and I was like this is too easy I've sold it out with no oh, promo yeah. good luck yeah and then 18 months later it finally happened but I'd met him in the meantime and he was a DJ as well so yeah so I was like perfect so him and my mate from Corby but he knows a few people from Corby and the first time we met he was saying you're all you're all absolute nutters like I don't know if it's the toxic waste or the Scottish thing or like it's this weird enclave of insane people yeah. and I said to him I said Excuse? I was like well you know what like I'm pretty normal and he went You've got a black eye, which I did have at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, point taken. Uh, fine. So, yeah, it's, it's a mad place to grow up, and there was toxic waste. Like, That's this fucking... boat. On August 31st, 1986, by the way, it's this seamless, smooth podcast. Yeah. The cargo ship Kionzi registered in Libya and was loaded with more than 14,000 tons of ash from waste incinerators in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The city has previously sent such waste to New Jersey, which <gasps> makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't say that then. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, they wanted to get rid of the waste. Nobody would take the waste. Over the next 16 months, Kianzi searched all over the Atlantic for a place to dump its cargo. Dominican Republic, Honduras, Panama, Bermuda, 
Guinea-Bissau. And then it finally That's how settled. you say it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Guinea-Bissau and the Dutch Antilles. That's not how you say no. it. No. Well, I think that is how you say it. Antilles. Steve will let us know. We're only on the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But everyone Steve, refused. Steve, Steve can write in. <laughs> they tried to give it back to Philadelphia. Philadelphia said no. So what? You're just stranded living on this so boat of waste. these guys are waste. stuck on a boat full of toxic waste. I've and been, no I've one been will in take the toxic like waste. Before. Am I right? I know a little town in the Midlands that would have <laughs> yeah, they taken it. Take. <laughs> Fuck it in for a penny. Alex would have drank it. Yeah, <laughs> and been fine. <laughs> it's like Iron Brew, guys. Yeah. Chill out. So they just dump it in the sea? Eventually. <laughs> oh, God. They just were like, fuck this. Yeah, because you can't leave. I would have just got, I will tell you what I would have done is I would have gotten a boat off the boat. Nice. A little life, bro. And gone, this is your problem. I'm not fucking dealing with it. Yeah. I don't want to be the man to press the button yeah. and watch a million turtles just go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I, fucking like, horrible. Was this the only ship to ever have toxic waste? Like, what do they do with other toxic waste? I think they just dump it near countries that can't do anything about it. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you pick, like, yeah. Haiti. You just pick a country. Yeah. That maybe doesn't have the strongest government. You're like, yeah, yeah, that'll work. It's like mob rule in Haiti now, isn't it? Is it really? It's it's mad. Is that because, you know, the Clintons, didn't the Clintons buy up all their rice after the earthquake and then sell it back to them at double the fucking price? What? The Clinton Foundation, yeah. And that was all going on. That sounds like right-wing propaganda to me. (laughs) I will not have the Clintons disparaged on this podcast. The good people, the Clintons. Yeah, (laughs) and then you had Lena Dunham being like, I'm with her, and you're like, we all want Hillary. We no one wants Trump to win, but let's not pretend that this yeah, is great yeah. either. You know, Absolutely. it's fucking awful. Listen, Bill is a great guy. <laughs> he's a sex offender. With he about is 20. not alleged. Yeah. You know, he's borrowed money from her family to pay off court cases before he became in in power. He borrowed money off her family. So imagine knocking on your father-in-law's door, go. Hey man, so I uh, pinch the receptionist's arse again, and I need forty-five grand yeah. to shut her up. Can I have oh, that? Oh, Bill, what are you like? Yeah. You know, I've you know, you just go. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of things that it's awkward to ask for people to for money anyway. Yeah, yeah. but for that is is that's really tough. That's like Ched Evans's father um, father-in-law had a whole website trying to slander the girl that accused oh, him of rape, really? right. and it was like, why are you so invested into the fact that? Let's let's suspend disbelief and say he wasn't charged with it. He, you know, he still cheated. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on did. your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. Good in-laws. Good in-laws. Those what? are the kind of in-laws you look for. No, thick course. and thin. That is solid, actually. That's yeah. a lot of thin. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting for the thick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Anyway, sorry, toxic waste. Toxic waste. They dump it. Yeah, I would not want to be on that ship. No, and what was the after effects? Just loads of stuff died. They probably killed about 100,000 sharks, yeah. possibly. Well, that's a, that's a good guess, Red. <laughs> they probably I just know you killed. don't have the facts. facts. I have the facts in front of I'm me, I'm just throwing actually. out things because it's just otherwise it's dead air. And I know you know when you hear like, the end. <laughs> you know when you hear stats about what we put in the sea? Yeah. You think, how is there any, how can I not always see it at all times? Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. much stuff. And I think if you, you think... go to certain places, you can. Like, there's that floating island of rubbish, isn't yeah. there? Where's that? I can't remember. Where but... is it at the moment? But isn't it like the size of Texas or something? Yeah, it's massive, and it's just bin bags, and it's disgusting. Um, 
There's sewage all around. Who was that Tory MP? It was like, when I was a boy, there was sewage oh. everywhere, and we used to swim in it. <laughs> it's like, it's not like nostalgic about what? shit yeah. in why, the sea. Like, no matter how bad things get, why is there always an old Tory <laughs> yeah. trying to make out that it was a good thing? Yeah. Just because it happened when you were a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean... mean it's a good thing. No. Yeah, you just didn't realize it was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we all used to get molested, and we just brush it off. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys all seem fine. Yeah, sexually. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. in a fucking dungeon asking a like boy to. Whip so you in January 1988. <laughs> The crew finally dumped 4,000 tons of the waste near Haiti as topsoil fertilizer. When Greenpeace informed the Haitian government of the origin of the waste, the Haitian commerce minister ordered the crew to reload the ash, but the ship slipped away. The Haitian government subsequently banned all waste imports. Local cleanup crews later buried some of the waste in a bunker inland, but the rest remained on the beach. Oh, no, I was going to say, what finally pushed them over the edge after 16 months, do you reckon? Like, the hell, final pot like, noodles. Need out. Out. Oh, yeah, final pot noodles gone. You're out at sea still. And you're literally sitting on just yeah. shit, you know? It's not that, I bet these guys didn't end what, their lives well, you know? No, exactly. There's probably quite a lot of cancer yeah. and other sort of disease. Next, the crew of the Kian Sea tried to unload the rest of the cargo in Senegal, Morocco, Yugoslavia, Sri Lanka, and Singapore. That's the whole globe. They mm. were just, like... Sailing around. Going around yeah. the whole Going, globe being excuse like... Excuse me, can you take our shit, please? Yeah. Our toxic waste. And mm. it was like, no, we're no, good. No, this is for you guys. Apparently, sorry, it's it's not just the seas that we're polluting. There's also so much space debris around us that mm. I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson say, if we don't stop like just leaving space debris around fuck going to Mars, we're not going to be able to get off the planet. Cause really? just, oh, yeah, yeah. Like rock... Sorry to sound like I'm five here, but like <laughs> like rockets and stuff. Yes, yeah, rockets, and satellites. satellites. Yeah, yeah. And what space debris? Just just satellites, pieces bags. of satellite. Yeah, really? right. They're just spinning around the Earth, and the more satellites they launch, and just the satellite fucking breaks, mm. yeah. and then they just leave it. So it's like you're just we will be encased by spinning metal, and then if you <laughs> launch a ship. The spinning metal will hit the ship yeah. and destroy it. Uh. So by the time we have to escape Earth yeah. because of climate change, we're too messy. Even if we have the technology, <laughs> we've just been too lazy <laughs> to stop. And then we'll we'll have just encased ourselves. Yeah, in a metal shrapnel yeah. dying planet. Yeah, we'll be like, oh, we fucked it here as well. Do you know, like it's bad. I think we when... deserve that. Though we're in a pepper grinder, really, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I ever think when I hear news like that is just. No, I'm not consolidating my pension. Give me it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. It's, Let's uh, just spend it now. We'll see how, yeah. it, how it lies. How warm does the summer have to get before the government just goes, do you know what? You can have your pensions today. I think that <laughs> when they put the Olympics on, I'm just like, so, you know? Yeah. They go, oh, it's all so bad, but here's a man throwing something at something. <laughs> it's just like, okay, it's wicked. <laughs> Who's the fastest? <laughs> it's like we're all dying. <laughs> what we still in school? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yet there we are at two a.m. watching the judo between yeah. Paraguay. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, everyone was watching Eurovision. What's happened? So has Eurovision had a revamp? Because when I was younger, it was this trash thing that no one watched, and now it's like everyone's doing parties for it. It's... I think it's just become so trash that people have. Yeah. Bit likes a bit of a laugh. Because, like, Love Island had that happen to it. That was a show that was yeah, just, like, it was nothing. Shite. Yeah, well, it still is shite. And then it's become this big, and everyone sort of ironically watches it. Yeah. But the same with Eurovision. I like it because um, you get to watch people have sex. 
Oh, that, yeah, you, which is one of your passions. Yeah, I like it. At the Olympics. My favorite thing, no, no. My favorite thing, about, I like Love Island because they have those night cams and then they'll fuck each other. Nice, mm. yeah. And you get to watch strangers fuck live on TV. That's really exciting. On ITV. Mm-hmm. On ITV. I don't yeah. really care what network it is. If, if, sure. If I can watch strangers just having sex in a room with other people sleeping, mm. that's pretty hot. Yeah, nice. Do you remember Kinga? Yeah. From uh, yes, and they called her King of the Minger in the papers. She put a, a champagne bottle inside her on the season yeah. three of Big Brother, which I think is when our culture died. <laughs> that exact moment. That's I the beginning of the end. Isn't we it? were over culturally. That was. I a, think Kinga was a big moment. There should be a statue of Kinga. And yeah. you go, this is marks when everything changed. Went to shit. I don't yeah. think she even got a career out of it. Like I think I think once every six months, someone like me mentions her on a podcast. Yeah. After repairs in Yugoslavia, <laughs> the ship's Kinga name meant to- <laughs> <laughs> toxic waste. The ship's name in Peru. <laughs> changed to Felicia. So they tried to change their name. Yeah, to trick people. Oh, really? That's so funny. into thinking they weren't the toxic Incredible. ship. Incredible. Oh. And they registered in Honduras. Oh my god. Later, it was named Pelicano. Well, that These sounds nice. Changes- That's like that comedian who keeps calling people and changing his name. <laughs> the ship is the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go on. These changes failed to hide the ship's original identity, so it didn't work. Oh, okay. The rest of the ash disappeared en route from Singapore to Sri Lanka uh, in November 1988. So they're just doing a little kick. Like what a, what a yeah, mystery. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption is just sort of do do do. <laughs> little bit of toxicity yeah. for you. Just a sprinkle. <laughs> the crew refused to comment, but eventually the ship's captain admitted they had dumped the remaining 10,000 tons. <laughs> Of the waste into the Atlantic and Indian Oceans. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. What was it toxic waste from? Uh, It was fertilizer, I believe. Well, I think that would do the opposite to the sea than fertilizer. Yeah, somehow. In 1993, two owners of Coastal Carrier, that's the shipping company, were convicted of perjury (gasps) having ordered the dumping. The ship itself was broken up for scrap in 1992. And sent into space to orbit yeah, us forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they launched it. The most it. toxic ship ever. So they, de- so they went to jail? Uh, they, w- they were convicted of perjury. Uh, so maybe they got off bloody white-collar crime. Yeah. Dumping toxic waste. What a way into the world for me, just as that mm. ship was... Do you know, my niece was born last year on the 25th of February and my brother-in-law and my sister were like, can you get the London papers? You know, like Evening Standard and the yeah, Metro, yeah. Uh-huh. you know, for the day she was born. And it was literally like, Putin wages war in Europe, like yeah, blood fuck. spilled on our shores, like that kind of thing. And I was like, maybe we just tell her she was born the day before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The papers, people used to do that. So you, did you get the date? They, they I got did. it, but literally the one I've got is like, blood in Europe. Yeah, she yeah, says the most fuck. bleak, like... It's like, well, here's the papers the day you were born. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure, I think it's probably always been like that. Yeah. From doing this, I don't think we've ever come in across In 1988, a, good year. <laughs> a Nazi document oh, no. <laughs> implicated Kurt Waldheim in World War II deportations. Now, I know who Kurt Waldheim is. I don't. Mm. I don't. We all know who Kurt Waldheim is. Who? Yes. Former Secretary General of the United Nations. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, I didn't know about that. So he got himself a top job after, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from 72 to 81, he was Secretary General of the United Nations. From 86 to 92, 
he was president of Austria. And oh, then, it's always them, isn't mm-mm. it? While he was president of Austria, the revelation of his service in Greece and Yugoslavia and participation in Nazi atrocities as an intelligence officer in Nazi Germany's Wehrmacht during World War II raised international controversy. Wow. Did he get sacked? I think it didn't go well for him. (laughs) It did not go well because when you're a Nazi and you're president of Austria in the 80s, (laughs) it doesn't really So wait, did he change his name or anything? It's frowned upon, isn't it? I think. I... He just, you know, we all have a past. But did he change his name? Or they just sort of found... It's unclear. (laughs) They'd been dabbling. Red, you know the rule. (laughs) There's a rule on this podcast when someone is reading history. (laughs) Do not ask specific questions (laughs) if they have not answered that question because they don't know the answer. Of course. We'll have a little look. How are we to know? How are we to know? How are we to know? What What is a fact anyway? Well, quite. What is research? You know, it's such a loose term, isn't it? Do you have an obligation to find out all the info when you present it? I don't, I don't know. think he cha- he didn't change his name. He oh, they found evidence he had taken part in among other actions the transfer of civilian prisoners to the SS for exploitation <gasps> and slave labor, yeah. the mass oh, deportation of Jews from Greek islands. Mm. Quite to death camps. Quite the bad. utilization of anti-Semitic propaganda the mistreatment and execution of Allied prisoners and reprisal executions of hostages and other civilians. I love how he was Secretary Uh-oh. General of the UN for nine years yeah. and it was just like, fine. No one knew. The thing is, though, every man of a certain age from that region, you know what I mean? Yeah. They hardly, I think most you go, what were you up to? Yeah, my mate's Austrian and he says, like, in school, it's just constant. A bit like in Germany, it's constant sort of, like... We're very sorry for yeah. like in history lessons. It's, it's all about like how to not repeat this again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they couldn't get him out. He was just president, <laughs> but so like funny. of Austria. While everyone found out he was also a Nazi war criminal. And do you start posting Marilyn Monroe memes? Being like, <laughs> if you can't handle me my worst, <laughs> I deserve me my best. Yeah. <laughs> Who amongst us hasn't been yeah, a Nazi yeah, war yeah, criminal? Yeah. Sorry, know? I have a bit of a past, babe. <laughs> <laughs> been he, a bit of a bad boy. He, yeah. <laughs> But he was deemed persona non grata by the United States and officially or informally by nearly every other nation in the world outside of the Arab world. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Arab world like Because the Arabs are still like, well, if you're going to spend money here. Yeah, yeah. Every, but every, everyone was like, I'm not getting in a photo with this guy yeah. and shaking mm. his fucking hand. No, 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 no. I love how, how formal that is. Like, you've done all this bad shit, but we're not going to take you out of office. We're going to call you persona non grata. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Which means publicly I won't speak to you. Yeah, essentially that. But yeah. we can still hang out. I really like this, though. So after his term ended in 1992, he didn't seek re-election. Smart choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, probably The fair. same year he was made an honorary member of the KHV Welfia. Oh, God. Klosten Nurburg. A Roman Catholic student fraternity, which was part of the Austrian Kartelverband. They sound like good guys. Yeah. In 1994, Pope John Paul II awarded Waldheim a knighthood in the Order of Pius IX 
and his wife a papal honor. Baby, the Catholics came through. Yeah, what yeah, completely. The... You know, they yeah. were like, listen, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> if there's anyone who's going to understand some making some mistakes, yeah, yeah. it's the Catholic Church. It's the old Pope himself. No one, but you, did you grow up religious at all? No. No, I wish I did. Why? Because then I'd have something to blame my personality on. I know. I do know what you mean. Yeah, maybe God, this is it. Yeah. And I also, I, I always, I always think oh, it'd be good if I was brought up religious, but then I thought for myself and became an atheist. Whereas I was just brought up like, yeah, it's not real. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. Would I have been a sheep, or yeah. would I have had some I think, original? I think thought? Catholic would be best for me because then I could repent. Privately, not I wouldn't say sorry to anyone in person. Yeah, obviously. Yes. I just go sit in a box when I've got a bad hangover and been horrible Lovely. on the weekend. And go and just sit in a box and say, look, did a few things that are bad. And then just come out and I'm like, I'm fine. Have a biscuit and some wine. It's over. Yeah. It's, it's, the slate is clean. Yeah. <laughs> is I think cool. Catholicism is inherently horny as a religion. Of course, because yeah. you, it's, they're not allowed to, you know. Yeah, you know, just oh, a bunch stop of it. Men like, all that sort of, yeah. Can't. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah. in a little box and tell me all the bad stuff you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very horny. Yes. Priests, horny. Well, quite literally. Nuns, horny. Mm -hmm. yeah. All the stuff, you I, know, the silks, the robes, the I big stay, I stayed at a nunnery once. Did you? Yeah, it was a Lad. silent retreat. What? Are you kidding me? No, a three-day silent retreat what? at a nunnery. How was that? Me Why? And a, it was in Toronto. I just wanted to go not talk for three days. Really? Yeah. Well, I know you, 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 you couldn't imagine it, I know. But no, I but I've never... For three days. We should do that on the podcast. <laughs> just a silent episode like that like yeah. that piece of music that's just like yeah, four minutes just of silence. Yeah, put it out. Um, no, this is... You never told me this. So, I, I don't know. I just... It was like when I... You know... One of the periods where I'm like, I'm quitting drinking. I'm going to go on a silent retreat. Mm -hmm. So I go to this nunnery and you just kind of, they give you a little apartment. You pay a couple hundred bucks. You sleep there, you, but you eat the meals in like a cafeteria with all the nuns. Okay. And, and it's just silent. Uh, the, no, the nuns can talk. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. They're oh, not, so you can oh, eavesdrop on nun conversations. Yeah. But they were quite far away. They were a couple of tables over. So we couldn't really chat. Like we, I wouldn't chat anyways, but they were a couple of tables away and we're just, I'm just sitting quietly. And, uh, all the nuns were like 90. And there was one nun who was like our age. So at the time, like 25. Is this going to be a horny story? Mm, I think it is. No, nothing happened. But I, I turned around and like I just looked at her and she was just staring at me so intensely. Not necessarily a sexual stare, just like a need for connection. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm. Like, please. Yeah. And I looked at it for a second. I didn't, but there was no opportunity to speak with this woman. Yeah, there was of no. Did you get a silent hand job? <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have happily engaged. Yeah. Did it help you any of this? Help. What does help mean? Yeah. Any help I've ever gotten, therapy, I've always had short term games, long term, you're just back to whoever you were at the beginning. <laughs> what would you, what would happen if you, say, I'm... went, for, smoked a cigarette outside or out, leaning out of your thing, you thought you put it out, you set fire to your room, you run out, what do you do? Can you say, there's a fire? No, yes, of go. course. You're allowed to. It's not. <laughs> you just have to run it. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, yeah. My myth. I haven't, I hot, haven't, hot. like. <laughs> Vowed silence to God. I'm okay. just choosing to not speak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would have loved to have sex with this nun. I would think it would have been super interesting. Yeah. 
But uh, it and did, the silent the cards, sex show. The cards were it. It wasn't on the table, you know. It does sound like a porno. It's probably an arty European director listening to this now. There probably isn't. I'm almost certain there isn't. <laughs> but if they were, they go, God, that's my next film. It's a silent yeah. movie about a silent retreat, sexually repressed nun, and a stand-up comedian from Canada. Horny yeah. cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got the loudest voice. Bobby Mayer playing trailers. himself. <laughs> Ready to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd be like an you could do like an eighties comedy, and the, the covers you going. <laughs> I don't. I don't think any movie involving the Catholic Church and uh, me should be. Yeah, no, no. You no. know, like I'm thinking eighties movie cover, and the nuns with massive boobs behind you, yeah. and you're like Rob Schneider at the front, you know, silent just, habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to keep it down. <laughs> that's, the ta- that's the tagline. That's hot. <laughs> that is very good. And then we're, yeah. we're there. Silence is golden, <laughs> but my eyes still see the nuns. Yeah, I always wonder. Let's go with red. Let's go with red. <laughs> I always wonder what people's secrets are. You know, like that lady must have had secrets. Yeah, like why are you a nun at twenty five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you acting like you're in Game of Thrones? Like, yeah, shame, shame. Yeah, if you're a nun at twenty five, <laughs> imagine the dick you've had. By 24. Yeah, well, you know? you, you, she's probably, did what do you think? She's a rough past and she's gone she's, enough she's enough. Been, she's basically cleansing herself yeah. of the D. Yeah. yeah, she's just healing her vag. She's yeah, a couple, she's, couple she's years the, to let it recover. Exactly. She was like, I can't trust myself. I need to be somewhere with some 90-year-old mm. nuns. And yeah. then in walks Bobby Mayer. Bobby Mayer. Well, listen. Sexed up comedian. <laughs> Not an expert in silence. Bad um, boy drying out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, God, there's all yeah. of that, isn't there? Yeah. I think we, we, have, the, we have the show. We've got the show. <laughs> We've got the show. Did you know, <laughs> in 1988, mm-hmm. uh, Aloha... Airlines flight 243. Aloha, isn't it? Is that Hawaii? Aloha. You know not to ask questions. Okay. Sorry. Jody, that's Hawaii, isn't it? Aloha is, yeah. Hello, I actually Dubai, think Jody's yeah. the brightest person, on, not, not including you, but usually. <laughs> oh, no, please. Sorry. I've realised that I actually ask him a lot and he usually knows what he's talking about. You're really interrupting <laughs> my facts. Whereas actually we treat him like he's the dumbest person. <laughs> that's the joke, Red. Yeah, no, okay, sorry. My favourite bit, though, I, that no one's actually picked up on is the amount of times you ask me to fact check something and then just never come back to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I, what, I throw out facts and I don't... Some of them I might... I just... If they're in my head, they're a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. Carry on. In 1988, <laughs> Aloha Airlines Flight 243 safely lands after losing its roof midair. What? Killing a flight attendant and injuring <gasps> 65 people. Fuck. That is stats that you never hear with an airline crash because you always think either it's like they landed safely and it was all fine or like they all died in a this fire. This is one of the yeah. rare times... Where everyone on that plane, I guarantee, never flew again. Yeah, yeah. The so, roof of the plane flew off. But no one, how many died? One flight attendant Fucking died. Fucking It was mid-serving. I bet she yeah. was on the trolley. Yeah, the roof not came strapped off. in. And what, they think, oh, I didn't know this plane was a convertible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you just think, That's cool. I'm going to die. That's what you think. The sunroof's come off. Do you know what I always think about crashes like that or things like that? Mm. So they obviously, let's say they they landed in Hawaii or I'm guessing the States. Yeah. You know, you land in Hawaii, you've been through this hugely traumatic event. You've actually survived. So if your family or whatever, oh, you've you've got to go back to where you live, though, by 
plate. But yes. Brianna, it's true. Yeah, there's no other way. There's no other way. I'm like, I'm gonna the... think I'm gonna drive cross country out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've got Hawaii's an island, so they'll yeah. be they're gonna have to get the toxic ship back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a ship? There is one. Yeah, there's one <laughs> ship. Her name is Jessica. <laughs> you might think it's Sarah. The toxic. It's not. <laughs> um, so that's terrible. I'm so I'm really scared of flying. Same. I'm terrified of it. And people go, he's like, are you a nervous fighter? It's like, of course, I'm 4,000 feet in the fucking sky. Yeah. And there's a man on like 40K a year. I've met pilots, by the way. And they're always drunk. They're drunk. They do drugs. I met this guy who's a Ryanair pilot. He's like, yeah, it's like real rock and roll lifestyle. It's like, incorrect. Because a drunk rock and roll is a man with a guitar. And if he has a bad gig. I'm dating the rock and roll ones. I don't want to be dating a pilot. No, I want my pilot to be. There's a good chance your next boyfriend's going to be a pilot. pilot. (laughs) All he needs is a leather jacket. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. The little bird (laughs) wings on the. (laughs) But yeah, I don't. Because you could look at them and you you assume like every doctor's a superhuman or something. You actually realize they're just people. They've got their weird little perversions and their fucking sleeping habits and. Probably like that film with um that came out about the pilot who was fucked. Um, flight, flight with Denzel. Denzel great, yeah, great yeah. movie because he's that actually incredible pilot, but he was, he's an alcoholic, so he's drunk. Yeah, yeah he drunk as fuck. Did Can he you like, imagine? roll the plane and land yeah. it? Yeah, he does something incredible, yeah. but his his the woman he was having a I think an affair with dies in the film. Right, and. It, 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 he was drunk, but he also did save everyone. So it's this uncomfortable thing. Oh, where and they see. say okay. if he wasn't of drunk, if he wasn't drunk, I think this is Budweiser <laughs> said this, but no, they, <laughs> they said if he wasn't drunk, he wouldn't have had the balls to pull off this move. He did something so audacious. Yeah. Only a drunk person. Would, this is what they. That lovely two what, to three <laughs> drunk, drunk, yeah, drink yeah, confidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm Beyonce. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking spin this plane around. <laughs> I remember, I remember the trailer for that film where it's he goes, a great movie. we're going to roll it. And they're like, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an incredible movie. Yeah, I do but need to watch that. Jägerbomb said that <laughs> that's the reason they yeah. survived. <laughs> so in April 20th. He could do adverts, sorry. That would be. If that air hostess was pissed, she'd be alive now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Twerking her way to safety. <laughs> no, she was a nice lady. Oh. Nice ladies twerk. Clara Bell CB Lansing is her name. So on April 28th. 1988, a Boeing 737-297 serving the flight suffered extensive damage after an explosive decompression in flight causing by part of the fuselage breaking down due to poor maintenance and metal fatigue. Oh, God. Not mental fatigue. Metal, metal fatigue. Mm. Yeah, look after your metal health, guys. Probably yeah. made in... <laughs> Probably made in fucking Corby. It oh, probably, yeah, it probably was. Probably, it was Alex's dad. <laughs> Your dad. He was so tired because he just had a new baby. Yeah, born in the street. <laughs> yeah, he was born in the This is your fault. This is your fault. And then you had to go straight to fault. work. <laughs> Six week old at home and he's just doing the final bolt. You yeah. are. Yeah, lunch. yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> the, pla- the plane was able to land safely at Kaualua Airport. That's insane with the roof off. The one yeah. fatality. Flight attendant Clarabella C.B. Lansing was ejected from the airplane. Another 65 passengers and crew were injured. The substantial damage inflicted by the decompression, the loss of one cabin crew member, and the safe landing of the aircraft established the incident as a significant event in the history of aviation, with far-reaching effects on aviation safety policies and procedures. 
Well, mm. that makes me feel a bit better. You know, yeah. it's bad that every time there's a crash, you think, well, they'll be extra vigilant about yeah, that Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It's like the same with a murder. You go, who gets murdered in the same spot? Exactly, you know, yeah, day yeah, later. yeah. That'll God. be the safest time. This is, this is awkward. During an interview, passenger Gail Yamamoto told investigators she had noticed a crack in the fuselage oh, upon boarding. Oh, come on, Gail. Upon boarding. But did not notify anyone. Are you fucking insane? If I was getting on a fucking plane and I saw a crack in the plane, yeah. I'd be like, hey, guys, I think we're going we're gonna to sit this one out. Yeah. There's I'm British, a crack so I'd in the like, fucking plane. I'd be like, it's probably fine. I'll just get yeah, out. I don't want to make a fuss. Yeah. I know what you mean. Sometimes I see the wing shake when we're taking off. I'm like, yeah. is that right? Yeah. You know? I don't well, like, want to cause a scene, but yeah. it's worrying. Yeah, you just sort of look worried. You just go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hell. And they obviously, because of the top came off, so everyone lost their hand luggage, which is bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad. Souvenirs. The victim of the families there. There wasn't Family's any laptops back. But keep in mind, there was also no laptops or phones back then. So, uh, you know, you're no, losing less. We're talking yeah. 80 to 85 Ray-Ban sunglasses. Oh, that's a good oh, That's a, good shout, that's a yeah. lot, you know. Think about the Air Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're hopefully on your feet. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Take them off, stick them in the thing above. They'll be safer there. Feet up, yeah. I take, do you take your shoes off on a plane? I take my shoes off. Only on a long haul. Right? I, I love taking yeah. my shoes. I'll take my shoes off on an hour flight. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but then you have to walk. The, the gross part is you are then walking in the toilet with yeah, your socks. No, you put your shoes on. To, even on a long flight, you put your shoes on to go to the loo. Yeah. That's Some, basic yeah, but respect. Sometimes, <laughs> Wait, you just want to soak up other people's piss. Well, if, if okay, let's if I'm at a period in time where my shoes are slip-on shoes, then yes. Yeah, okay. But right. if I'll have to tie them again... You have to commit to laces. I am I am <laughs> stepping in other people's piss. Bobby just wears them. Velcro shoes on a flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I'll, I have to go to the toilet in a, on a plane to vape very often. You're not meant to do that at all. Yeah, but no, oh, it's allowed no. now. Is it? No, it's yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, they have a sign on the toilet door on a plane that says, you can vape in here. <laughs> no, they do. do you vape on the plane? <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, you don't breathe it out. Okay, is, is it vaping? What, you swallow Look at me right now. Look at me right now. Is this vaping? Yes, that's exactly what it is. But I'm not going to breathe out. But you just so there's no smoke. <laughs> toxic waste. It just, it doesn't, if you can't see any smoke, did it happen? Fair. Imagine if you went to, uh, if no, you were on a flight. There's no smoke without Bobby vaping. Bobby vaping. Yes, exactly. Is it because we can't see the smoke or Well, we there, it doesn't it? count. Also, they... It's not dangerous to smoke in airplanes. They used to smoke in airplanes all the time. They did. Isn't it mad? That's mad, though, it's I think. Insane. When they still And they still say on flights, this is a non-smoking yeah, flight. And you're you know, like, where are that, the smoking Who's flights? that for? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They say it everywhere still, and you go, come on, everyone yeah. is that. What's the poshest flight you've ever been on? Did you Have you ever, like, blagged business class? No, I flew first class no. to Australia. Did you? Yeah, for a job. How was it? Incredible. Really? They serve you food whenever you want. And I slept for eight hours uninterrupted. Oh my that's god, incredible. that's amazing! There isn't it? and back to Australia. That's so. Good. But I, I, part of me was kind of like, could I just have the money for the flight? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. To like, can you just give me the mean. extra thousands of pounds yeah. and I'll do? Because it is coke. like you know, a train ticket will be like forty quid or you know, fifty five for first class. Whereas yeah. a flight is like, so it's eight hundred pounds or twelve grand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, so true. It's yeah. insane. But is it ever worth it for that short amount of time? You have to have... Well, I guess it's worth it if you have an exponentially higher amount of money. I think, though, when you see a family get on and go to first class, they go, why don't you just rent a private jet? Yeah, insane. Because yeah. it is like 20000 for yeah. a private jet. So w when you're in that yeah. ballpark, just fucking get your own plane. I also think what a waste of anything under really like six hours to mm, go first mm, class. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like Australia, if you're absolutely wedged, all right, you can sort of see that it makes your... 
20, yeah. you know, 24 hours 20, kind of yeah, a lot yeah, more comfortable yeah. if you if you can afford a like, job in the ocean. But like, who's getting who's paying for first class to go to like Greece? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Three hours and it's yeah. four grand. Also, I can sleep anywhere. Yeah, I can mm. sleep anywhere but a plane. Really? Oh, mm. yeah. I'm, and the, the logic, this is how bad it is. The logic in my head, and if you're like this, if you're a nervous flyer, is that I need to be alert for if anything happens. If anything goes <laughs> wrong with all that experience you've got. It's that's men surviving do? in the air. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, oh, God, thank God I was awake. Thank right. God I was awake and saw that. Also, they never let us have parachutes on a plane. Exactly. You're Why not allowed to bring that? a parachute. Yeah. Mm. They, they should all have convertible roofs so that if it starts going down, we're all up. Yeah. yeah, and they do the whole demonstration about the sea, and I'm just watching. I go, I've never heard no. of a plane landing in the sea and everyone being rescued, and everyone taking their heels off so you don't puncture. Yeah, it. it's, it's as if you're gonna be like, ridiculous. Oh, hang on. But <laughs> I hate to break it to you guys, we'll be a ball of flames. Yeah, 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 yeah. My that's mates, all that's happening. My mates love winding me up on mm. a flight if there's any turbulence. Because I'm kind of fine if it's like a, a smooth flight, right? Yeah, I'm all right. But any sort of turbulence or anything that seems out of the ordinary. They just they then they're on it and then they start winding me up like oh are you sure that was supposed to make that noise? Well, like, we, oh we God, had Jamali on. He told us a fact that will make you feel worse. Okay, for good. Your next trip is you know where they get you to brace like so they tell you to lie forward. Is this about the dental record. That's so you have to protect your teeth because that it doesn't do anything. It so just means grim, that they can, Yeah. Um. I. Yeah, I can't help but feel. Imagine if Gail Yamamoto just walked off that flight and she wasn't even one of the injured ones and she just was like. Probably should have. I should have mentioned. Mentioned. The mentioned oh fuck like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. Do you know what I mean? I did see a crack, yeah. and you just turn around and go, "I just lost my Ray Bans because <laughs> of you, you bitch." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so bad on a flight that even if a, a random like Bing Bong happens, I hate it. The, sh- <gasps> the thing in my head is that the pilot's going to go on and go, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have lost control of the engines." Yeah yeah yeah. I don't understand where like there's all these people talking about having sex on a plane. Oh, I know. Mm, I'm like, where in the like in that gross toilet toilet that stinks of everyone's piss? I'm all for like you know ticking off a weird place just for the just for the story. But a plane? How are you even going to both fit in there? And it's so obvious, and you come and sit next to an old woman and a kid after you've done it, and it's like good for you guys. Yeah, maybe like. I can imagine like a gentle fingering under a blanket. That, yeah. That's my highest oh, hope on a plane. Don't get, once we were playing I've Never, and my best mate, I said, oh, I've never had a wank on a plane. And my best mate takes a drink. And I was like, oh, was that when you went to so-and-so with Chris? And she was like, no, it was when you were asleep on the way back from New York. I was like, no. what? And she was like, yeah, I just had a, I had a blanket on. I just, no. I like, oh, yeah, you're just having a wank next to me on the plane. You've just joined the Mile High Is Club a by man yourself. or a woman? A woman. Oh, okay. That's hot. Women are out <laughs> that of That is control. hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've both met her, actually. I won't say her name on here. But... Oh, really? Yeah. I've only got one female friend. The rest are blokes. <laughs> okay. So... Is she in comedy? No, but she's uh, okay. around. I think she's I come know to a lot of gigs. I know yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Um, this is the most naughtiest thing ever. Liam Gallagher shagged Lily Allen on a plane. Yes! I love that. <laughs> and apparently the people around them complained because they'd all spent... 12 grand to be in first class. Yeah, and I'd be like, great, I'm also going to listen to Liam Gallagher rattling Bang. Lily Allen. I would <laughs> love it. Can, yeah. Who complains? I know. Let's well, walk. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just... Why can't people... Tw- if, yeah, if I paid 12 grand, I want to watch it. Why can't people appreciate a good show? Mm. Exactly. If anything, I'd say, excuse me, you're kind of under a blanket. Could we move the blanket? Yeah. Mm. Daddy want to see his prize. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy needs to see the goods, Lily. I think they'd stop doing it if you started saying Daddy needs to see this. I think that's the end of it. Yeah, well, if you wanted to stop, that's how you stop it.
<laughs> You're like, my refund is getting bigger and bigger for this yes. flight. The less yeah. boobs I see. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talking about, sorry, the poshest flight. Uh, I, I went on Concord when I was Fuck 13. You. And I think probably at some point I'm going to be the last person in the world that... Yeah, they went on it. Yeah, what was it like? you'll be like a tortoise <laughs> yeah. with an engraving from eighteen thirty on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was thirteen, so I, I can't remember much wow. <laughs> to be honest. Well, all I can remember was it was raining outside, so there was like lots of water on the window, and so and just taking off, just like it just like evaporating and just coming straight off. But then I've been on planes ever since, and that just happens on every plane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why did they stop the Concorde? Because of, of the just uh, because of the crash, crash. I think. Yeah, in France. Oh, okay, but there's been more. But it's weird that now they haven't. But was it because they realised there was more safety stuff as well? No, it was been because of uh, the economics of the flights and the planes and how well, much it, it costs too... and the, oh, and the risk. Yeah, yeah, right. that's why. Yeah, it was yeah. too expensive. The, yeah, the, I guess the cost ratio of the tickets and people buying buying tickets and having to fix it and stuff. There's mm. not there's, there's not many people flying on Concord as there are. Like it's an hour, there, isn't it? How long was, what was it to New York? Like two, three hours. Two, three yeah. hours. Fucking hell. Yeah, it bring it back. It's because my yeah. mum was so proud of me and my exam results. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. What did you see when you were in New York? Barely passed. He barely passed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't good. think you could without a thyroid, Jody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I really regret not going to the World Trade Center at the time because I thought my mum said, do you want to go to the World Train Center? I was like, why do I want to go no, to the train center? Go. Yeah. So when 9-11 happened, you yeah, But there were banking they, they buildings. Why would you want to go see yeah. two giant banking towers? Because of how in. tall they were and the restaurant in the sky. What year was this? Uh, I was 13, so I guess uh, 95. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like so it, six years before the before they got famous. So did, did you yeah, think yeah. Al-Qaeda had blown up a miniature railway? When <laughs> 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 God, they, wow, what a excessive. niche target. Yeah, why would you fly a plane into a miniature railway? <laughs> no, but I do call the Shard the target. Because like, why have you built like, the biggest fucking building yeah. made of glass right next to the one of the biggest... But like busiest London yeah, station, yeah, yeah, terrifying. We put up guns on September, apparently anti-aircraft guns all around London. Really? Yeah, because work is like you know, we're kind of in bed when with says America. We, when, yeah. re, when Red says I we, mean, he means his family. I mean, yeah. the, the they just took charge. They took charge. Your dad we were went vigilante on the roof with air pistols. <laughs> Try it, Osama. But no, uh, we, because everyone thought like England will be next. next. Yeah, yeah. Because imagine that, you see at the time, I, I watched a documentary on it recently, and it's like, you would think, fuck, the world's at war. Yeah, it's yeah, It's like yeah. insane. I remember them, because I remember the, the rumour mill was so fast that on yeah. the bus home from school, it was like, the Pentagon's been hit, the World Trade Center's been hit, and then it was like, the Eiffel Tower's been hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, know yeah. real, and then but you come it, home you and you're like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you believe it, because of course. Yeah. Where was Meghan Markle? Well, <laughs> that's, that's the question on everyone's lips. Mm -hmm. That's what we all want to know. Making it about her. That's yeah, probably, pr what she was, probably where she was. Probably. <laughs> I'm just Googling where was Meghan Markle on the <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I'm sure she's told somebody. <laughs> yeah, she probably has. If she was in New York, yeah. then I think we've got an investigative podcast on her. Well, house. we could, because I do think she had something to do with it. <laughs> Never seen her and Bin Laden in the same room. <laughs> Are they the same person? Are they the same person. She's exactly. an actress as well, so she yeah. could bloody play the part. I tell Sneaky. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when did she become famous? Was that the year that Bin Laden was supposedly killed? Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's true. In suits. Yeah. We've just worked it out. It's yeah. all adding up now. <laughs> well, Meghan Markle is a summer Bin Laden. Well, what a stupid ending to a good episode. <laughs>
Thank you for coming on and being our guest. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Alexandra, hello. Do you have anything to promote? <laughs> I have my Edinburgh show, basically. And uh... So if you're in Edinburgh in August, there's a lot yeah. of shows, thousands of them. Those shows are shit. <laughs> Alexandra, hello. Her stage <laughs> name is, is Haddo. My stage Haddo. name. Yeah. Alexandra Haddo is doing her first... Her debut show, her yes. hour. Alex Bonjour. Yes, that's how that because I've gone exotic. <laughs> what is it? Do you know what your show is called yet? My show is called, so it's my debut hour, and my show is called Not My Finest Hour. Nice. No, I nearly called mine My Finest Hour last year. Oh, so nice. Interesting. Uh, yes, Red, she has humility. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so they can get tickets on your Instagram? They, yeah, if they, basically, if you just follow me on Instagram Alexandra and Twitter, Haddo. you'll see all the gear. Yeah, follow Alexandra Haddo. She goes oh. viral for tweets, so her Twitter's very good. That's that's all I'm good at. The one that, the social media where no matter how many followers you have, you get no free shit. That's <laughs> yeah. the one I'm No one at. buys anything. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming on, Red. Uh, thanks for filling in this week. It's okay, <laughs> thank you. I'll see you next week as when I guest again. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. Goodbye. And thank you to our super genius patrons, Christopher Spencer Matthew. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's uh, it's very catchy, it's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller, Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.